I, I can't see Marshawn Lynch killing someone. Their defense sucks. The care blood, solid. This is useless. I don't know why you're playing. Man. Heads up to anyone else in the league. Make me offers, please. I need wide receivers. So, I'm looking for depth. You know, Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. Todd Green. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. I love Todd Green. Mason Crosby. Travaris Cadet. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. The I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast starts now. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast, fellow quarantiners. It's been a crazy, crazy month. I don't know how long it's been. It's, it's almost felt like a year since we've last talked. And uh, we wanted to do something special. I know it's the off season. But there's been a lot of things happening, and we want to keep this podcast going, so thank you for tuning in. And with me today is my co-host, Armando, and Alex. I, should, I shouldn't see your last name, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I'll edit that out. This guy's identity has been compromised. No. What up, he's everybody? Gotta what through, up? He's got to go through the 200,000 that exist in the, in the world. Hey, man. There's some creepers out there. You say yeah, some stuff, and then they'll you. find you. Hell yeah. It's like the whole uh, cancel movement, man. You say something wrong, and then they'll find... Five years ago, you said it wrong. You, one one tweet, and people will find it. Yeah, man. I'm not really on Twitter, but I've considered going back and deleting whatever the fuck I wrote years ago. Yeah, exactly. My oh, my goodness. I was looking through my Facebook, and I'll, you know how it... I don't know if you still have Facebook, but you have those old memories, those old messages that yeah. pop out. Hey, this is what you said seven years ago. And I was like, what the fuck am I writing? This is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the stupidest quotes or fuck, or just the stupidest quotes from rap songs. Yeah. <laughs> stupid yeah. things that I was thinking of. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Or what was wrong with me? Maybe there's something still wrong with me, obviously. But... <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's funny I, looking. I'm, I'm going to find one that says like, like, don't don't fight take flight (laughs) (laughs) you gotta own it as long as you're not offending anybody right no um, no no i'm gonna have so many uh uh, bozo moments (laughs) like borderline racist and again a lot of this probably from rap rap lyrics that's the thing it's like it's like you look back and you you growing up you thought you were a hood or is you thought you could say these things and now you're at a place where you're kind of embarrassed about these yeah. things <laughs> oh for sure uh wasn't uh the singer rosalia or camila cabello the one who had the the racist tweets when she was younger yeah camila camila cabello oh my goodness so that's the kind of shit you don't want happening to you right yeah <laughs> the worst part is it happens once you're faded and everybody knows your name and other shit while you were like a nobody, no one cared. Yeah, but uh, but Alvaro's right. The cancel, the cancel culture will catch you. Yeah, man. Hey, Armand, that's a sweet ass hat. Just noticed a little baby Yoda on there. I got my little baby Yoda. Got it at um Disney World. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, rock this every day. Which reminds me, uh, Daniel, PJ, we never started the uh, other podcast, the spinoff, talking about the Mandalorian. But anyways. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. A lot has happened. Let's just uh, forget everything that's happened recently and uh, go all the way back to when times were simpler 
and all people were mad about where Shakira and JLo shaking their asses on national TV. <laughs> so if you guys remember, Not all people were mad about that. Oh uh, yeah, man, they were just, pissed off. And I, just I was, like the Karens of the world, <laughs> right? It's like. I'm watching football, not pornography. No, I thought it was a great performance. <laughs> oh, the guy who tried to sue the NFL yeah. for oh, yeah. having Shakira and and J Lo shaking their ass. Bro, get the turn switch the channel. That's easy. Right. If you feel so insulted by a, a lady shaking her ass in front of the TV, you know what? That's TV now. That's entertainment now. That's what it is. It's evolved. He was a male Karen. What do you guys? What do you call those? A Craig. A Craig. <laughs> a, Craig. <laughs> a Jeff. A John. A Smith. A Jeff. I also will apologize if you guys hear. I'll try my best to edit any uh, background sounds, but you might hear a baby crying in the background. I am a hey, father now. Congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! Thank you. Me. So, like I said, a lot has changed. But let's go back to that game, um, not just the performance. But overall, I remember that game being kind of boring. It was slow-paced. Uh, but, of course, Kansas City turned it up at the end, as expected. There was no doubt in my mind Kansas City was going to lose that game. Was oh. not going to lose that game. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's like, was wow. not going to lose that game. Was not going to lose that game. That offense is too explosive. The 49ers, that whole season, to me, was a very – Put nicely put together season, but it was more of a defensive season versus offensive season. Garoppolo can't do what Mahomes does. Period. I think Alex oh, Smith. No, that was, yeah, that was evident. Yeah, that was evident in that game. Alex Smith could have done the same, the same things that Garoppolo did. In well, my that opinion. was what I was going to get to was um that uh that you you can, going back to it. The reason we I because I agree with you. I didn't feel like Kansas City was going to lose that game. And I think, or the way I saw the game was Kansas City was playing to win versus 49ers were playing not to lose. You know what I mean? Like, they were just trying to stay in the game. Let's just manage it. Let's not make any mistakes and we'll win this versus Kansas City was like, bro, we're just going to go out there and shoot and, you know, make plays. That's it. And that's, that's, you know, anybody who saw that game can tell that it was their game. For a large part of that game, they were doing a good job of maintaining Mahomes. And, uh... He went out and won it. He found a way to win it, even though the defense was pretty tight. That's what I'm saying. If, if 49ers would have played a more aggressive offensive game, it could have, you know, it would have been more of a, would have been more competitive. But I felt like once once Kansas City's offense decided, you know, started clicking, it was over. At that point, you knew it was over. Like they, it was going to be a touchdown every time they got the ball. Versus 49ers, the San Fran offense, it was like, I don't know. If I was a 49er fan, I'd be on the edge of my seat, like, just like, man, let's hope they don't fuck this up now. Let's hope they don't fuck this up now. And that's how I, I, mean, I don't know, that's the way I saw the game. But you're right, the defense did show up, but I mean, it's kind of cliche. They say defense wins championships, but in this case, the offense took over and won it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it was what was expected, but, uh, you know, good for Andy Reid. He deserved it. Good for that whole team. And uh, I'm sure Mahomes will be a hot commodity this upcoming draft if we even have football. It's crazy-ass time. I hope we do have football because, I mean, I miss sports. I would even enjoy badminton right now. (laughs) 
I, I think I, football be well, by 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 the time that season the regular season begins, they'll they'll have figured out something. Either you know, uh, I don't know if they'll have fans in the stadiums, but maybe something where you know they they're able to test all the players, and then you know they can go out and play, or I don't know. I'm better from here to September. I think we have you know there's a good shot that the season does does happen. Uh, hopefully, because right now nothing is is happening. <laughs> no baseball. Jeez, when I was getting tired of baseball, and I kind of miss it now. I miss it for sure. Even the Marlins, bro. Like I was thinking, once we're back to normal, I'm going to go to a Marlins game. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go to a Heat game. I want to go to a Dolphins game. I want to go to every game now. Just because we haven't seen any sports, we haven't enjoyed the having people next to us, drunk people, fucking the crazy, the Miami atmosphere. And let, yeah, let's man. go back to who started all this, the whole canceling sports, who really what, made it COVID? real. Huh? Oh, I Ru- thought you said who started this COVID. No, no, no. Well, oh. in, in sports, uh, who made it like, okay, this is a thing in sports now. We're canceling uh, the NBA. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Did you guys see how he – so I don't know if you caught that whole thing, but he had that interview, that press conference, conference before the game, and he – said he was feeling sick, right? And then he touched everything on the table. And then during the game, it turned out that he was positive for coronavirus. So he was like... Right, exactly. (laughs) Making fun of the whole thing. And then it turns out he's actually sick with it. What a piece of shit. And now, uh, what's his name? Donovan Mitchell, his his teammate. Apparently that relationship is broken because Rudy Gobert was just... Wasn't being, uh, you know, serious about the situation and playing around too much and got every all like a lot of his uh teammates sick for Bro, being... go bear to the go bear to the knicks he's being traded i bet you it's ridiculous <laughs> and that's basically what started uh the cancellation of sports right because go bear uh once they realize okay go bear's sick that means anyone else on this court could get sick sharing this basketball will cancel the season then the other sports started following suit yeah well, the, the thing is that lucky for the NFL, this shit happens in their off season. So, you know, I remember, as a matter of fact, I remember watching the Super Bowl talking about the coronavirus in, in China, jokingly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's just over there. We're good. Exactly. You know, life, life is continuing. No we were joking about it in Orlando. Remember? Yeah. In, in Orlando, <laughs> we took that trip after, the weekend after. So, imagine. So... Going thinking, you know, I look back and I'm like, damn, you know, we were in Orlando just, you know, not too long ago, and now Disney's been closed how many days in a row? Like, life's crazy, man. It is, man. But yeah, to not not take it down a serious road. I'm just, uh, I do think that the <laughs> the NFL will, the NFL at least. I don't know about, um, you know, any other other sports and. From what I've been reading, MLB is pushing to see if they do some like empty stadium games or something. Yeah, yeah. But again, they gotta. I mean, baseball is kind of different. You don't really gotta do too much, you know, contact with the other the other team. And except, I guess, maybe tagging somebody out and yeah. the catcher being close to the batter. But besides that, everybody's pretty much you know isolated. So it's not. It's a different. You know, in that sport, I guess they can work something out. Yeah, yeah I think uh, playing in an empty stadium is going to be easy for a couple teams like the Orioles, the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> They're the used Blue to Jays it. Now. Right. <laughs> They're used to it. 
and and growing that's a growing trend in baseball throughout because as it becomes less popular but but baseball uh, football nfl the big leagues are so big that they can't fail you know they're they're still making money somehow the nba nfl mlb but uh that leads us to say rest in peace to the xfl the okay, revived and once again dead xfl xfl dead i it just wasn't feasible for them to make it out of this they're not making profit they're probably losing money did uh, you enjoy it i didn't even watch uh i think i had it in the background on like one game and I thought it was cool that you can hear the the coaches, you know, call out the plays and then you hear the quarterback call out the play and see if they maybe change the wording or anything. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And the, the sideline interviews were also interesting. Um, but other than that, I mean, it just felt like minor league football to me, like with these wacky ass team names and the bright ass uniforms. I don't know. <laughs> it, it felt like uh, low class. I don't know. I, I didn't even watch a game. I didn't even watch one. I didn't bother. I, I, I just watched the I, I highlights. Saw like, I saw little clips here and there. And, and I mean, talent-wise, it wasn't bad. I mean, there, you see worse stuff in, in some Division One college football games. So right. it wasn't that it was, you know, athletically it wasn't, it wasn't bad. But, and I, I don't know, maybe it's a conspiracy theorist to me, but I'm thinking the NFL was like, let's just let's make, like, help the XFL start up. Just to like test out a couple theories of ours, ideas of ours to like bring into our game, and then you know take what's good, take don't take what's been controversial or something, you know. That's the conspiracy theory. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't think you know like you said it was like a cheap minor league version of yeah. what we're already used to. Plus, look the the when you think about it too, NFL thirty two teams. That's a lot of teams. So like I, I'm not surprised so many teams suck. You know, just just the sheer. No, imagine. I mean, you had that many teams. Only a handful can be really good. The rest have to suck. But it would it would be nice if they would have kept the XFL and the NFL, and they would have used what they use in soccer. That um, that the last two teams that sucked that year in the NFL are demoted to the XFL, and the two top teams in the XFL are promoted to the NFL. Yeah, but then how do you how do you work? Yeah, but then then how do you how do you draft? Do all teams draft like from both leagues in one draft? Is it one draft for each league? So the team that goes down, they draft with the you know from the worst batch of players. You know what I mean? Then you get logistically you yeah. get a lot of questions that that come up. I'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably have to make in it a soccer, lottery. You don't have you don't have draft. So in soccer, it works because you're just pretty much like buying players from other teams. Yeah. So unless you get that concept going in America, but I don't know, man. I think the draft is way too popular. You can sell. I mean, you can sell your draft pick if you are on in the thirty-second team in the NFL. You know, you're not going to draft that year. Let me. I'll sell you my first round, first rounder, or I'll trade your first rounder for fuck. Let me see, Patrick Mahomes, or two mm. first rounders for Patrick Mahomes. You take that gamble. Yeah, but like I said, you're getting the first round of like the the shittier like batch. <laughs> hey, but hey, the shittier draft. Well, yeah. we'll get an expert on this next time and and <laughs> figure it out with them. I think Daniel knows more about this. I think it's called relegation. Is that what it's called? The whole yeah, thing relegation. Yeah. In soccer. Yeah, but the problem, the issue with with like I said, is that in soccer you don't have a draft. 
to your yeah. farm. You can do that. I think you the, know they had a, a draft for MLS, but I, again, at that point, you lose me. I don't even know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. You draft your team. And I think there's no relegation in the U.S. yet, so no, there I think that's why they're able to do the draft in MLS. Yeah, but as we talk about NFL speculation, I think that comes about in and during free agency, right? When it's like all oh, these all these moves, and we got to talk about the biggest move of this off season in the NFL related to the NFL, and that's Tony Romo's new contract. Ooh, <laughs> dude, that guy is making bang. Hell yeah, man! Just purely talking on tv that's it just he's making more money talking on tv than he did playing football just to work one night a week yeah holy god damn it does he do a great job on that one night bro <laughs> i love it i love listening to tony <laughs> romo i really i really enjoy it and now uh cbs is signing uh drew breeze right after he retires cbs is fucking loading up man Damn, they covering the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that rumor that ESPN wanted to put together Peyton Manning and uh, uh, the guy from NBC? I forget his name. Uh, the one that does the Super Bowl. The the one that does uh, Sunday Night Football with oh Chris Collins. Goodness. It's not Buck, right? No, no, it's Fox. No, 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 no. But the I, I forget his name. We need PJ here, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, there was a rumor that ESPN wanted to trade for that guy. <laughs> you could trade like yeah, it's, yeah. Apparently, you can. <laughs> Al Michaels. Al, yes, Al Michaels wanted Al to Michaels. trade for Al Michaels to pair him with Peyton Manning to do Monday Night Football. What were they going to trade? I don't know. <laughs> I guess other anchors. How much? How much do you think you could get back for a Stephen A. Smith? Oh man, that's Ooh, like their Stephen A. Smith has to be worth a lot. That's like their top, <laughs> you know, player right now. That's what you, you can definitely. I think you could for a Stephen A. You can get both Skip and Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. I think. What can you get for a Booger McFarlane? Oh, and then, and then, trash. A <laughs> Mac, you you have to package Booger with like Max. <laughs> Booger, I got that guy is just bringing that whole production down. That Monday Night Football, I can't watch it. That dude, I'm not even gonna get into it. He's like the anti Romo. Yeah, basically. And I'm pretty sure is ESPN is aware of all this. That's why they're trying to change their lineup for Monday Night Football. But I'd really like to see Peyton Manning doing it. I think he'd be good for that. They uh, ESPN was in a bidding war for Romo. Yeah, yeah. Romo should be thanking ESPN for <laughs> driving up his price like that, because ESPN was willing to give up a lot of money, but TBS didn't want to let go, so they offered even more. Yeah, you think it got to a point where like the, like the money got capped, so then it got to like the bidding was like how little work he gets to do. For each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't, I don't even know. think there's a salary cap in no. one day. That's all you got. Only one day of work, max money. All right, <laughs> where's the contract? That's crazy, though, because they have to have st- statistics on this, right? Like, how much revenue is he actually driving? Is he actually pulling away people from other networks to watch it on CBS? I will say this. Whenever the Romo games come on on Red Zone, like, those are some of the best games to watch. I like his enthusiasm. It's always – he pulls me in with his enthusiasm for every play. 
It's like, oh, watch this. Watch this. Yeah, exactly. Watch this. <laughs> watch this. He's calling an audible. An Omaha 24 yeah. karat gold oh, on the left side with a flank. <laughs> he's got a man in motion. <laughs> no, look at Jackson 5. Alex's dog is here. Maybe he's joining, joining the us. podcast. <laughs> Ask him what his thoughts are on uh, Brady. Can't believe he left. It's me and Jackson have, have talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> we both agree that as soon as Brady left the Patriots, like he just became like the best quarterback of all time to me. Oh like, wow. my the Dolphin fan in me did not let me like <laughs> accept it. And as soon as he took off the Patriots jersey, I was like, Yep, six rings, he's the Jordan of the NFL. Like <laughs> can't argue with it. Jordan left the the Bulls for the Wizards. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, guess that I was. Guess we can, that's a nice comparison, I suppose. That's like a little yeah. retirement. Yeah. So we were talking about this before the podcast. How Brady's comments were that he made this move. It was a family motivated move. So if you read between the lines, it sounds like all right. There's less pressure down here in Tampa, and I can you know just play football and not have this pressure from New England on me. Mm-hmm. And you know what they say, happy wife, happy life. You don't want to have Giselle mad at home. Yeah, but... but. And you think Giselle was sitting there at home like, ooh, can't wait to go to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, hey, t- Tampa. Ooh. <laughs> Ebor City. My Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> looking at <our> stadium. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but... I, I want to see him play with those weapons, those offensive weapons that he has now. Mike Evans, no, it's, it's, it's Godwin, like situation, definitely. Jesus, that team is stacked offensively in terms of wide receiver. Who's their running back? Oh, it's still um Barber. I don't know, man. No, Barber, Bar- Ronald, Barber got traded. Ronald Jones is was that another one? I don't know. Ronald Jones, yeah, Ronald Jones. Is that him? <laughs> yep. Guys that don't get drafted, or maybe like in the 16th I mean, round. Ronald Jones will be relevant this year. I mean, if you think about it, when has Brady ever had, like, I mean, I guess LeGarrette Blunt, that was some little monster. But besides <laughs> that, I don't think Brady's ever had, like, an all-star. Yeah, no, he, he prefers, like, little guys he could dump off to, like a Rex Burkhead. Or, you know, so. Do they still, look, the key, the key for me, right, for Tampa Bay and Brady, Brady's always been the best when he has, Two solid tight ends, and Tampa has you got Howard and you got Cameron Brady. So I, those are the guys I would look at because Brady's always flourished when it comes to his tight ends and his slot guys. So God, Godwin's another one that yeah, see. that guy's gonna feed this year even Oof. more than last year. But that's, that's a player. Is, I think Brady's bringing down the system with him. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he's got Arians. Arians is is QB girl girl so. For sure, they're gonna be working something out down there. No, and I, I mean, the only worry I have is for Mike Evans because Tom Brady doesn't have an arm like Jameis Winston did. Yeah, but if you use, if you utilize Mike Evans like a, like a Gronk, or even like how Brady, I mean, he doesn't have the the the, the Randy Moss speed, but you can also take take into account like his year with Randy. That he could use him like a Randy Moss too. 
So I mean, there's it, it, Brady's gonna utilize his weapons. You can you can guarantee that. Hey, he know, makes yeah. he makes the best out of it. I get what you're saying though. It might not be Mike Evans is you know Godwin might be the man now. It might not be Evans. yeah because it, just imagine what um I mean just remember that Tom Brady made Julian Edelman Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna make Chris and Godwin even Walker. better this year. And so you're not gonna draft Edelman this year. You know that Ryan taken? Oh, for sure. I'm gonna let Ryan fucking die. <laughs> oh man! Not literally, obviously, but. Oh my God! Help me! If he dies, if he dies. <laughs> if he dies, fuck you. Not enough space here. So, so what else has gone down? Safan Diggs cried a little bit. Made a little bit of uh, he made money. It was bitching a little bit, so he got traded to Buffalo. But I like the, the move. That, the, you I like, like it. Well, you like, I like the move for 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 what did they get back in return for for Dick? A oh. box of crayons. Yeah, no, a uh, first round pick. They got a first rounder for him. I I'm gonna have to check, but on it. But while while Armando's checking that. I like the move for Stefan Diggs because I, I want to see him work with Josh Allen. Vikings get yeah. 2020 first, fifth, and sixth round picks. 2021 fourth round pick. Yeah, they got a first. They do got they got a first for him. So I mean, they got good value in return for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll take just... Armando first round, but I know what, what first, fifth, six. Yeah, One, five, you know six. Pick, you know which pick in the first round, or it's not specifying. Nope, it's not specifying. I'll look, look for that. So how do you think? That's, that's an early round pick. I mean, an early, like, like top half pick win. Now that I don't think Diggs is, is a good receiver, I think he's a great receiver, but they already had a, a solid receiver in, in Thielen. So, which is which is a point I wanted to make. What do you, How do you think this affects uh, Thielen's value? I, I, you know what? I, it's, it's funny, but I also I see the Vikings taking a receiver in this draft because this was such a receiver heavy draft mm-hmm. this year. So I could first, I could, you know, definitely see them taking a, a receiver and just basically trading off the, you know, a, a big like player. Cause I'm telling you, there's a lot of talent in this, in this year. So with one of those, maybe with the first round pick, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they already had a first round, so they just have two now this year. So you take a receiver with one of those picks, you, you pretty much replace big at a way, you know, cheaper price. And you don't have to worry about resigning. And you kept Thielen, who I think they probably kept Thielen. He was probably, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know their contract details, but he probably had a better contract, or he probably just, you know, has better chemistry with Cousins. And they said, let's keep the guy we we like. And like, you know, I, and from what I've read too, uh, Diggs wasn't a really good locker room guy. Yeah. Or he had a lot of issues with the with the team. So I'm sure they were just trying to get like sort of like what the Dolphins did in these last couple of years, just get rid of the you know, the players that aren't buying in. Yeah, I don't want to compare him to Antonio Brown, but he kinda of comes off as like a, you know, me first type of guy. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like I wanna get my numbers. I wanna eat. And then I'll care I, about I, winning. I, I think they, they and it was it was like a, a trade and sign, right? Like they, they got him and they extended him. Yeah, I think so. Vikings got the are twenty second and twenty fifth in the draft. Oh, okay. But that's you see, you could play with that, and you probably yeah. could turn one of those picks into more picks. So, 
I mean, it was. I think both parties won in that trade. And jumping off of what you said, where you where you heard he wasn't a good locker room presence. Apparently, that's what Bill O'Brien had to say about DeAndre Hopkins, which was his motivation for trading him for peanuts to the Cardinals. And I don't. I mean, David Johnson is more than peanuts, bro. David Johnson. Not the way he's been playing, but uh, fair enough. Well, he's a hazelnut? David Johnson. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a slightly more expensive nut. Not, I, I feel like a pistachio is at the top. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Not like a, a walnut? Walnut? <laughs> he's a walnut. David Johnson's a walnut. Listen, if if you go into that trade, right, from Little Brian, I, I mean, it's a shitty trade. from. They got a second rounder along with him, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I mean, it's it's not the. I just you you're giving up a generational talent for a guy at a position that is really. I mean, his I think he's getting paid one of the highest paid running backs right now. So you're taking on a huge running back contract, and then a guy that's shown that he's very injury prone as of late, yeah. and his career is winding down. He's up, he's already you know past his peak. So I mean, it's just and and DeAndre, you don't even know if he's reached his peak yet. So or he's probably at his peak. He's in his peak right now. So I just doesn't make no sense. You know what I mean? It was from you have your young quarterback. I don't know why you would take a weapon away from him. You're not getting. I mean, uh, David Johnson, in my opinion, is not that much of an upgrade at running back either way. So it was. It's got to be like you said, just a character or personal thing. It was. It it, it seems very personal. All right, I want to. I'll I'll jump back to the Texans because I want to talk about the move they just did recently. But on that note of David Johnson, so right now with two unknowns, which would you rather have, David Johnson playing for the Cardinals? Who would you rather draft? I'm saying, David Johnson or Todd Gurley and his new team, the Falcons. If, oh, if Todd David Johnson, Johnson with Houston or Johnson with Arizona. With Arizona now with the new team. Oh, I mean, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, David Johnson with the Texans or uh, or Gurley with the Falcons. I'll still take Gurley. I was I was team I was team Gurley to the Dolphins before they got Howard. Yeah, man, that, that's such an interesting thing. That uh, I mean, the thing is, we don't know how bad his knees are because the uh, the Rams were like so like they always downplayed it right they they wouldn't play him but they would say he's healthy so it's like this whole thing where i i didn't understand what was going on and it was it just turned like on a dime a couple seasons ago where he was the workhorse and then three quarters of the season he got injured and then they just eased off of him that was where they didn't yeah. really use him in the super bowl and there's so much negativity behind a player with a knee injury look at jay as an example he came in he started with the dolphins it was always, hey, he has inj- he's injury prone. His knees are weak. The guy has bone to bone right now. Yeah, there's no cartilage in between. And now look, he's out of the NFL. And you're not gonna tell me that he was not a pretty good running back. You can't. I mean, I think he's better. He's better good. than like fifty percent of the running backs out there right now that are starting. Uh, I mean, I, don't, I won't go. I won't argue statistics, maybe, but I will say this: it, 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 it the. The the difference for me stylistically is Gurley and a, for example you take a Jai a Jai having an injury means more because he's a power back he's I'm gonna run into you twenty times a game so if 
if he's injured and he's slamming his body against you, he's not going to be productive. Gurley, on the other hand, although that was a facet of his game, he didn't rely on being a power back. He was more, give me the rock 30 times. I'm going to break a run in one of these, you know, five or 10, you know, attempts. Give me the rock again another five, 10 times, and I'm going to break a run. He was more of a receiving back. The guy never had hands. You know what I mean? So Gurley's, the difference with Gurley is he's always been a three down back. You can have him on the field for at any point in the game. Ajay was a first down, maybe a second down guy, goal line guy, and that was it. The knees is, is, is worrisome, but even I thought he was very productive last year. And last year he I, I, he played all 16 games, right? I don't, I don't remember him getting injured or sitting out any games. He was really up and down, right? So it's like some sometimes he'd show flashes of the old Todd Gurley, and sometimes he'd, the uh, other guy, Malcolm, would look better than him. Or they they would choose to to, to play him better, to to shoot. No, I think what happened with the Rams is that they had that young cat that they drafted, and they were trying to p- plug him in and and make him the star guy. And then Mal- like you, it was, it's true what you said. Malcolm Malcolm, Malcolm didn't play bad. He didn't play amazing either because like you could, there were games where Malcolm started, and then Gertie would take over and would have a finish with a way better way better game. So I mean. We should probably call up Pablo for that because he was a girly owner last year, so he'll have more, more insight on that. Well, I sent out invites, but nobody re- has replies. So we can just <laughs> force call him. <laughs> but, probably uh, cooking, or exercising, or sleeping. <laughs> yeah, no one's replied. But if I go back, let's go back to the Texans now. Now they have two, <laughs> two great talents, but extremely fragile. And both with similar styles of play. They're just super fast. Uh, And that's Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. So they can either have some amazing plays or they can play with no wide receivers because they're both going to be injured (laughs) very early in the season. Yeah, I see. It's true. (laughs) It's true. But look, maybe that's what they want. They want want a more spread offense. And so they're getting faster, faster deep threat receivers. And just telling Deshaun, hey, we're going to open the field up. You, you launch it or you take off running. Yeah. Kind of play. I th- pulling everybody back. There's going to be a lot of space to run. It looks like they they're trying to mimic. Game. They're trying to mimic the setup in the Kansas City, right? So that you have speed, fast ass wide receivers and you have a, a mobile quarterback. With a cannon. Exactly. Um, I think the Texas just put together the all time worst <laughs> team. With hamstrings, soft tissue, the all-time soft tissue. <laughs> Will Fuller never has a, ha- a hamstring. Okay. Kenny Stills, I think he's been in and out. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, hamstrings. Kiki QT, hamstrings. Randall Cobb, hamstrings. Well, at least David Johns has never really had leg problems, right? Just yeah. there was a shoulder and I think a thumb uh, or yeah, something no, or a pinky. No, no wrist. they have probably the best receiver, receiver group out of the league, though. It's... Think about it. When your fourth receiver is oh, is hey, Kenny we Steel. have a, we have a caller. What's up, guys? Yeah, hey, Daniel. Look at this guy still in bed. This man just woke up. This man just woke up. Oh, yeah. Still hasn't fixed his hair. How long is this podcast? Bro, this podcast has been going on for the last three We're on hours. hour three now. We've got a lot to talk nice, about. Nice. Yeah, we're catching up. 
All right, who do you take? Well, what do you think? What's your? We're just gonna hot topic right now. Put you on the hot seat. All right, hit me. What Bam. Do you, what do you think? How do you think the Texans have built up their? Uh, what do you think about the Texans' new wide receiver core? Their offense. Horrible. They're gonna be out there with like four string receivers by <laughs> week three. <laughs> right. That's the consensus. Hold you. Hold you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a hamstring there, dude. It's everything's like on a little one. It's like unilito. That's it. So for those that don't know, that's what Daniel. Week, what week does Brandon Cooks get a concussion? Oof. Oh, bro, I forgot about his head. Exactly, man. It's either his, his legs are out or his head. I forgot about his head. That dude Brandon was a couple Cooks concussions. Is a couple concussions of just retiring. Like uh, No, he's like one away from it. Like, like Keekly. He's one concussion away from domestic violence. Like Luke Keekly. Was that this offseason? I forgot when Luke Keekly retired. Yeah. Jeez, so much has happened. Yeah, man. Can't go too long without a podcast. This is what ends up happening. Yeah, man. Gonna catch up. It's like too There's much information. Too much going on. All right. Since our commissioner joined, Daniel, this was a topic he wanted to discuss. You want to talk about the okay. New Jerseys in the NFL? Oh, yeah. You got Tampa and Atlanta. What do you guys think? Freaking ugly. <laughs> Actually, Tampa... I I do like that they went back to like their two thousand look with like the red with the black trim around the numbers. I mean, I, I dig it. The Falcons, I don't know why. Like, why even bother to make a new uniform? Right. Yeah, it's stupid. It looks like they're sponsored by Fubu. <laughs> it looks like a like a XFL jerseys. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good callback because we talked about how the XFL to me felt like it just looked minor league, right? With these bright ass ugly uniforms and these rip off it seemed like you know like when you play these games these uh like either mlb or whatever and it makes up these names like they can't use the actual names for the team so they make up these names like the the miami sharks you know and it seems miami manatees (laughs) it just seems so minor league that's exactly i think what happened with the nfl they just stuck the names in a name generator just like like childish gambino it's like (laughs) <laughs> see what comes out exactly fucking take your yeah, chance what's a battle hawk I don't know <laughs> I've never seen a hawk fight in a war or some kind of battle <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a like a jet name it does actually now that I think about it it's fucking badass okay did that cover all the moves the big moves we talked about the biggest moves just Tony Romo's contract Tom Brady By, uh, uh, Byron Jones to the Dolphins um, yeah, let me call, throw a little dolphins in there because <laughs> I gotta throw a little dolphins in there. You gotta sprinkle the it in. Town people, yes, yeah, guy, what a non-homer. Let yeah. me go through. Let me go through the list real quick, and you give me your reaction to eh or nay. Oh, uh, Josh Norman. We need tech for this. Bills. I feel like tech would provide the best uh, analysis for these moves, but oh, I couldn't yeah? get in contact with him. You want to use? But let's let's get with tech for for the draft. Oh yeah, tech is a good drafter. There he is. Speak of the devil. Perfect timing. Nice. There he is. Wait. Looks like he just finished filming a porno. It's like we planned it. It's like directing it. Directing it. Directing it. Finish directing the porno. All right, Tech. We need your analysis on the following free agency moves. All right, with a 
It's a. It's gonna be a quickie, like you like it. Jaguars. Thumbs up or okay. thumbs down? All right, okay. thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm just gonna give you like ten or fifteen moves. Jaguars. AJ Bouye to the Broncos. Uh, thumbs down for the Jags. Okay, Josh Norman to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, thumbs up. Calais Campbell, Ravens. Thumbs up. Uh, this is not a trade, but a nice little extension. Tannehill gets more money. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy, but uh, I guess thumbs down for Tennessee. I don't know what they're doing. But... All right. Austin Hooper, Cleveland Browns. Well, that's that's two thumbs down for Austin Hooper. Why, why choose yeah. Browns? Right. Uh, Texans get DeAndre Hopkins. No, trade DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for David Johnson. Uh, Cardinals definitely won that trade. All right. I got you with this one. You'll like this one. Shaq Lawson, Dolphins. <laughs> <That's a> th- <laughs> of course, I, think, I, I really like what the Dolphins did all, all season, so all of their moves, thumbs up. All right. Hayden Hurst to the Falcons to replace fucking Hooper. That's a, that's a thumbs up for sure for both both the guys, so. I think Hayden was, what, number three on the Ravens as a tight end, and he gets to be number one. He's pretty good, so thumbs up for the Falcons. Jimmy Graham is still playing. Um, uh, Jimmy Graham <laughs> to the <laughs> Chicago Bears. <laughs> I don't think the Bears can get worse, but I guess they did. So thumbs up for for both the, the Bears and the uh, and Jimmy Graham. He should just retire. All right, we touched upon it earlier, but Stephon Diggs to the Bulls. I mean, to the Bills. Well, <laughs> 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 Stefan Diggs to the Bulls is a thumbs down because the NBA season's canceled. So, <laughs> uh, to the Bills, yeah, that's a, that's a thumbs up for sure. All right, I got you with this one. I know you'll love this one. Blake Martinez to the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, Texans. Uh, thumbs down. I don't see that happening. Anything could happen there. All right. I want to pause and discuss this one. Jordan Howard to the Dolphins. Yeah. So Here, that one, obviously a that, big okay. Dolphins fan. That that one's you know, probably the only move that uh, the Dolphins made that uh, is questionable. Um, because I think I forgot what other running back. I think it was Freeman or somebody signed for similar numbers, maybe even cheaper. So Early. I think. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, because I think now the Rams are paying all of Gurley's bonus money, so the Falcons have to pay that. So I think the the Falcons came out good on that deal, but I think I think the Dolphins five million a year for for Howard. And I'm sure they'll draft the running back in the in the draft. Um, That's what I'm thinking too. That they're gonna they're gonna pair Howard up with a rookie running back and then use him as the as a committee. Yeah. So but, I mean. Howard's not bad. I, I think um they say since he entered the league, he's like fourth in rushing yards. So I mean, you're getting a yeah. decent guy. And I don't think five million a year is too bad. Is a bad deal. Either. As a Dolphin yeah, fan, probably. what I'm hoping for is when they had Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams as a duo, which was uh, killer, I, dude. I'd, I'd rather want... a, a, an Ingram Camara situation. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move to this one. This is. This move was pretty pretty nice, and I think it benefits Philip Rivers a lot. Philip Rivers to the Colts. Oh, man. I think it's good for yeah. both, but I still think the Colts. What are you gonna do? 
that quarterback next year. You pretty much just like postponed your your problem. No, yeah, I mean they can draft a quarterback this year, and, and maybe you have Philip behind. Yeah, and you have Philip no. Rivers as a hell of a coach. Rivers ain't no coach. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll be coaching the shit out of that quarterback. You're just gonna yell at him. Fuck it, that's how you learn. Sometimes tough love teaches you the I best. Say, I will say I'm excited to see what Rivers can do behind an offensive line for exactly. the first time in his career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with He's a, the, the only thing is that they don't really have. I mean, besides Ty, they don't have any receivers. Um, and I think the past Doyle. couple of seasons. No, yeah, I I do see Paris. I do see Paris Campbell evolving this year, though. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure you play. It's a heavy but receiver like, class, so they can say, I can see them taking one too. Yeah, that's true. I think they just oh no, they traded for for the defensive tackle right for San Francisco, so they don't have their first round pick. But yeah, so it would be a little tricky for the Colts. Uh, but I mean, last year they were a heavy run team, so that might be a, another approach that they take this season. Um, they did upgrade a quarterback right with Rivers, and they might go a little more past, but. They might just stick to what they did last year and uh, have a heavy run offense. Yep. I'm going to take you to, to this next one. This is a very good move for Las Vegas. Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I, mean, I got to say. Tom Brady. I mean, you don't I mean, even, I mean, no, don't worry. Tech, you don't have to say shit. Don't worry. This is the stupidest move. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch because I, 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 I actually do want to go to the, the Raiders game. I think the Dolphins visit the Broncos and the Raiders. So I'm trying to go to both of those games. So. All right, hit me up. Let's go. Jason I'll join you. Vegas? Hell right, uh, yeah. Fuck it. I'm down to right anyway. <laughs> this year with, with flights for like 50 bucks. You better buy them now. <laughs> Let's all go. Fuck it. That's right. Once that schedule hits uh, this week, I'm going to buy tickets. I'm going to buy the, the plane tickets. Hell yeah. Um, I got you with this one. Tom Brady to the Bucks. We spoke about know, it earlier on. <laughs> well, I mean, the Bucks. I guess. I mean, I don't know how many more years Tom Brady plans to play. But, I mean, the Bucks in two or three years are going to be looking for another quarterback either way. And I, I just don't feel like Brady is the same Brady as, you know, previous years. So, I mean, it'll be, it'll be a fun team to watch. They have Mike Evans, Godwin. They have weapons on uh, on the Bucks, so it'll be it'll be fun to watch. His see Tom Brady on a different team. It'll be kind of weird, but let's see how the season goes for them. All right, I'm gonna give you two more, and then we'll we'll finalize this. Um, that guy, the running back, the Melvin Gordon guy, <laughs> to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the move for the, for Gordon. Uh, for the Broncos, I'm not sure what they're gonna do. I mean, they have they they really like Lindsey, they like Royce Freeman as well. Now they have three running backs, and I mean, fantasy wise, <laughs> I think I'm gonna stay out of that backfield. It'd be kind of hard I, to predict who's. I'm seeing be, uh one of those running backs moving during the draft. Yeah, Either but I, some picks or something. Yeah, but I I think the Broncos. Limited both of those running backs' values, right? Lindsey and Royce Freeman, since they split almost 50 50 throughout you know the past two seasons. So I don't, it won't be like a, a big trade or it'll be something small, maybe for like a like say a package with a pick, maybe like a third, fourth round pick somewhere in there. But it won't be something big, but yeah, I mean, 
I mean, those are three really good running backs. I do like all three, but fantasy wise, it'll be it'll be tough to figure that out. Okay, yeah, and again, one, and I got one more move, and I want to hear from everybody's take on this one: the Panthers releasing Cam Newton and bringing in Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I actually wanted Teddy Bridgewater to go to the Bears, but I don't think the Bears had any interest. And they get full uh, now. Yeah, but it's that's a big contract to take on, right? But I think Teddy Bridgewater have been cheaper, younger, and it would have been a little more fun to watch him on the Bears. But yeah, I mean, Cam Newton is still a free agent. With all this coronavirus stuff, it'd be hard for him to uh, uh, choose a team until you know later on this year, but. I'm kind of interested to see where 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 Cam goes. I mean, that guy is huge. The way I look at it mm-hmm. too is that it 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 makes no sense for either side, for Cam or for the team to to sign him right now. Uh, I agree that with Carolina, how Carolina went about this was all it was pretty fucked up, especially for Cam. Um, but it just doesn't make sense. Like if you're if you're a team, you're not gonna sign a guy until you know what you have as far as your depth chart, and you're not going to know that until after the draft. And the same thing for, for Cam. Like, he's not going to want to sign with a team that's going to draft a quarterback for the future. You know, he's going to want to sign with somebody who needs, who's going to start him right now. Right. So the only way you're going to know is till after the draft. And that's when I see him eventually signing. Him and Jameis. But I don't see Jameis staying at Tampa either. You think you think either one of those will, will go to uh, the Chargers? I see the Chargers drafting a quarterback this year, too. That's true. I mean, they are what well, number six. They have right. They keep saying that they really like Tyrod Taylor, but I don't think there's been a team out there that really likes Tyrod. All right. Well, I want to say thank you to Tech from the NFL Network for all his analysis <laughs> on all those moves. Tech is Tech is our Scheffner. Scheffner? Yeah. Who the hell's Scheffner? <laughs> He's our bootlegger. Adam Scheffner. <laughs> Adam Scheffner. I'm making making five dollar appearances. Podcast. <laughs> this is cameo. <laughs> He's our seller cap analyzer. He's our NFL draft. Five dollars for appearance. That, man, you're underpaid. That's cheap. Well, I mean, with this coronavirus stuff, is you know, it's, it's a tough job right now. You got to so. drop in for like five minutes at a time, then. <laughs> dollar a minute all right i got one more thing apparently this just dropped today this is a quote from uh from uh deandre hopkins and it goes like this it says if i could do it with brock osweiler i think i could do it with anybody shit i mean that's true i mean not just osweiler who was shab Matt shab i think he was he had some shab the janitor the landscaper well, yeah, this is everybody. I mean, this is obviously a dig at at Osweiler. He just name drops him like that. But <laughs> but at the same time, trash. at the same time, I keep thinking about this, and I guess I don't know the context of whatever he was uh, responding to. But this could also be seen as a jab to Kyler Murray. Instead of praising Kyler Murray, he's like, oh, he's a great quarterback. He went ahead and say, ah, oh, man, I can do it with anybody. But it's true. Look, yeah. let's go down the list. Besides, you know, Deshaun Watson, right? All right, fine. But before that, Tom Savage, <laughs> Tom Savage. CJ Yates, Brock Osweiler, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, man, just trash. Ryan Mallett and Brandon Whedon. 
This is trash. <laughs> Oof. That's a horrible and list. And that's like like most like you know multiple guys throughout the season. It wasn't like yeah. you know, each guy got their own. Just season. got traded. Like, <laughs> yeah. They took turns. Yeah. Those should out. be XFL quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would thrive <laughs> there. Basically, his quote well, should be, "If I could do it in the XFL." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the funny thing is, man, is every every time I think about DeAndre Hopkins, what he became, I always. I always remember about the first year when he was a rookie, I think, or his second year in the league. And in our fantasy league, he was packaged with every single trade just because nobody wanted him on their team. That was me. Wise. That was me packaging him in. So he got to take That was Armando looking at TJ Yates and Ron Osweiler. It was like, I can't stand this guy. But Andre Johnson was still on the team, right? Andre Johnson was the number one, and, and DeAndre Hopkins was just trash. And then I come, hated DeAndre Hopkins. I hated him, but I always they, kept him for some reason. Yeah, and then come the next year, he just started balling out, and you know, just became one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember that first year, man. Everybody's just trying to get rid of rid of him in a in a crazy trade package. All right. Well, I think that was enough football talk. Took up a lot of time. <laughs> it was actually a, a football focused draft uh, podcast. <laughs> So oh, now let's get to <laughs> let's get to what actually matters. Oh, all right, with all this quarantine stuff happening, it looks like NFL. Uh, this has grabbed the attention of almost everybody of all, all of social media, uh, and uh, I guess it took having to stay at home to care about a gay, gun loving, straight man marrying. Tiger abuser, <laughs> alleged, I guess. Mullet having, mullet having, racist, Joe Exotic. Have you guys watched this? Yep, of course. I hope everybody here has. I think just about most of the world has <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I watched it, but you know, I wasn't as impressed. Like not with Joe like, Exotic, you weren't impressed by him. <laughs> I mean, what? I think. It, I don't know. That story wasn't as interesting. I think it was overhyped. People make it out of the whole yeah. time. I was like, "Man, when is it going to get good?" Like, this is interesting. I mean, it's weird, right? It's like yeah. this weird, but they're kind of all trailer trash. Like, you got the hippie, you got the lady that very likely fed her husband to the tigers. You got Joe Exotic, which is a hillbilly, basically a gay hillbilly. So, you know, the stuff he yeah, says and my, does my, is expected. Dude, Doc Antle. That, that's the hippie. Like I, was more, I was more intrigued by it. That's the hippie right there, Doc Antle. Doc Antle with the, with the and fucking coal. <laughs> and, the, and the drug dealer from Miami, Scarface. On the Scarface, dude. Scarface, yep. Let me tell you, Scarface's little zoo was like pretty, pretty. It was like, he had a nice little setup there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, before this documentary aired, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, let's go to this the zoo." And I did not know the background behind it <laughs> because I always saw people posting pictures with these exotic animals. I was like, "Oh, let's go visit." And then I see the history behind it. More reason for me to go to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The Scarface. That he has his own zoo that you can buy tickets to go. Yeah, it's actually close. It's close to where you live. Really. Yeah, it's the ZWF, Zoological Wildlife Foundation, something like that. ZWF? Z. 
Oh, Not geological. What the fuck is he? <laughs> Collecting rocks. VWF. Let's go check him out when this Corona thing is over. Hell yeah! But the most interesting character there is Carol Baskins. Yeah. You're not gonna tell yeah. me that this woman got away with murder. I am telling you that. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, <it's> <laughs> watch the series. <laughs> she got away with murder, and she's a thief, bro. She's like, oh, I felt bad for his kid, so I left him 10% of his estate <laughs> to divide amongst each other. Like, yeah. Four women. She's a terrible person. Assassinated her it. husband for financial gain. <laughs> but but Joe Exotic does have a point. It's like, you know, Carol Baskin was making all this uh, fuss about him having tigers in the cage. I, I guess the only difference between him and Carol Baskin was that he was breeding tigers. Yeah. And then pretty much killing them once they're, you know, once they get too old to just, you know, be like an attraction or entertainment purpose or where they can just be that kind of part of the petting zoo. Um, but Carabaskin was doing the same thing, putting yeah. tigers in a cage. So it's like, it's just, no, <laughs> man, even worse because she had people working at her place for free, mm. volunteering. Yeah, she like, trick How many days do you volunteer? Seven days a week? Like, how many hours? Eight hours a day? Like, and she's making a profit. Food. Yeah, she's exactly. She's making a profit yeah. out of this. Yeah, it's not not for profit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Definitely oh, yeah. criminal. And how about that shady dude that came in? Uh, Jeff, I forgot his name. Lowe? Oh, oh my goodness. God. How do you That's... trust a character like that? <laughs> that guy looks trashy. <laughs> looks like somebody you don't trust. He smuggles fucking little tiger cubs in a, brief, Vegas. Not in a briefcase, in a luggage in Vegas. Dude, that's fucked up. For orgies, to get orgies. Yeah, for orgies. <laughs> I mean, I can see all of that happening. <laughs> There's people like that in Miami, bro, just pulling out scams left and right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but that guy looks like a scam. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a scam. <laughs> Yeah, but you have a... to look like that in order to be the guy that lend money to Joe's body. You're not going to be a guy in a business too and shit like lending <laughs> money to Joe's body. Fuck yeah. That's true. And Joe's body is very... from him too. That, that, no one's pointing that out. Like, this dude spent like 90K in like his, his uh, campaign. Like, yeah. where did that money come from? Right, right. <laughs> but I love how Joe Exotic made two straight guys. Oh yeah. man, I thought that was the most interesting thing about this, uh, about the documentary. It's like how, I guess he get kept them drugged up, but how do you f- get two straight guys to marry you? I don't understand. <laughs> well, look, I had this. I, I thought the same thing, and I and and I was talking to Joanne about it. You know, my girlfriend, and we were saying. Uh, I was telling her, even if like I was drugged, I'm, I'm trying to think, man, I've never done meth or anything, but even if I'm drugged out of my mind, like I, if, if I have sexual urges, I'm going to want to fuck something. I'm not going to want to get fucked by something. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, he, Joe had to have been tremendo catcher. And then these dudes were just like, <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and, then that, and then I was like, come on, he let the lawn. The long blonde hair grow all the way to the back. He's probably like, pull out my hair. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But did you not catch the part where he has a Prince Albert piercing? Uh, Look that up. I'm not going to explain what that is, but look it up if you don't know what that is. And then he would put a padlock on there. Isn't that like a dickhead piercing? (laughs) Yeah, it's a dickhead piercing. And he's putting a fucking padlock on the end of it. 
Jesus, swinging like heavy, getting like... rammed from the back. <laughs> just, just dangling, <laughs> like, plop, plop, plop. The padlock hitting his nuts. Oh, maybe it makes his dick longer. Because <laughs> just the weight of the padlock. And now we have a podcast. Now we have a podcast. <laughs> Fuck yeah! You know what, Alex? No, did you did you not notice the part two where like like when he was doing the the eulogy? That he just talked about. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dude's nuts in his face. Bro, that is it's fucking it's a disturbing. Movie. It's a Will Ferrell movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy was well hung. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best lover. There were like two golden nuggets. <laughs> 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 the guy's mom is there. That's yeah, the yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Like, no, but but she, uh, if you see her facial expression, she's all happy about it. She's like, "Oh, that's my boy. That's my boy. One of my golden nuggets." If anybody in this, who do you think in our league would be Joe Exotic's boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like, I don't know. maybe a, an Alex. Alex reminds you of Travis. <laughs> Oh, maybe it could be Alex. Alex, I think he could convince you. <laughs> he convinced him. Yeah, I mean, the second time someone tells me I look like Joe Exotic's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way he was kind of defending or like trying to reason through this, uh, how a gay guy or how a straight guy ends up with a gay guy. Maybe, maybe Alex would be a good candidate. I bet. You and all, porn, all- right? <laughs> All Joe Exotic has to do is come up to Alex and be like, "Hey, do you want to go to the Bears? Just a chill, just a chill." <laughs> yeah. You ever heard in the man's anus we're, before? We're all, we're all a little gay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> when you watch porn, do you like watching what the guy has a big penis and a small penis? <laughs> uh, might be gay. <laughs> you ever tried anal? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, you see? <laughs> So you're telling me you have to try it before you can determine if you are or not? I haven't tried anything, so I have to determine it? Oh, my God. Am I in question, though? Yeah, it means you could be. Never know. You might like it. never know. All right, we're falling off the deep end now. And I think this has gone (laughs) off long enough. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and for, for listening, if you listen. Any last thoughts, guys? Anything you want to share? Um, I would like to thank our sponsor today. <laughs> um, Southwest Ranch. No, what is it called? Southeast Grocery. Southeast Grocery. <laughs> 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 I don't think our sponsor is going to be happy. <laughs> you haven't been there so long, you forgot. <laughs> Southeast Grocery. Southeast Grocery is providing the last roll of toilet paper. Ooh, one ply toilet paper. It's oh, been uh, pretty paper. good, pretty effective. I only had an accident today. Actually, I was it broke through the middle. Have you? Has that ever happened? Oh. Where you're wiping your ass and it just rips through the middle. And oh, gets a little Jesus! In the, <laughs> in the finger, the palm oh. of your hand, where it breaks in the middle. You're saying in the palm of your hand? No, I get it in my fingers because oh. sometimes I actually push a little. Oh, you know, I see. I see what you're saying. But, you, know, oh, you, you got a little Joe Exotic in you. Goes <laughs> <laughs> all the way to prostate. <laughs> hey, you gotta clean as much as you can. Bidets are actually a good alternative. But thank you, Southeast um, Grocers. 
We really appreciate what you're doing. And actually, uh, I'd like to take this chance, this opportunity to thank our health healthcare workers mm-hmm. for the for what you're doing right now. And Southeast Grocers, Topo Chico too. Topo Chico. <laughs> um, our host has evolved from LaCroix to Topo Chico Seltzer Water. So thank you very much, everybody. Please stay safe, stay indoors, wash your hands. Fucking uh, after you jerk off, put some hand sanitizer off. So be safe. Yeah, please stay indoors so that this can be over soon and we stop spreading this damn thing. Thank you for tuning in. We hope to uh, be joining you soon again. Later, guys. Enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Beep. All right. That's it. You've just listened to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us next week for more nonsense. Goodbye.